This is episode 56 of the Rise Up Podcast. We're a morning radio show hosted by Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life, a network of stations across New York and Pennsylvania. Our podcast is a weekly conversation that will help you think and grow in your faith. If you haven't already, subscribe today so you don't miss a single episode and find out more about our show at familylife.org. We're giving out smiles that you can wear all day. This is Rise Up on Family Life. Sometimes somebody shares something with you that just makes your heart leap with joy. What's a really great compliment you have received? Mm. Glad you're here for the Rise Up podcast. Here's an interesting one that actually just happened recently on two levels from two people. And what's amazing about it and what really touched uh, my heart and Audrey's in my heart was that it uh, came during a, a really, really tough time. Let me explain. We have two kids and they're, they're best friends growing up. They just said something in the last mm, just a little bit to our kids that referenced way back when, uh, when they were in junior high and high school. They both said in different kind of words, you know, my home life wasn't all that great. It looked good on the outside, but it really, really wasn't. And I just wanted to say I really appreciated your home uh, because it felt like a safe place. Both it was a male and a female, a female friend of my daughter's and a male friend of my son. Now that they're grown up, they said it was the it was the safe place that we could go and uh, get away from all the tension and everything. And here's why it's such a great God story and a compliment, because it's all about God. As we look back, it was the time when Audrey and I were going through our worst part of our marriage. Wow. And despite all that, they still felt safe at our house and they didn't know what was going anyway. So that really struck me uh, in so many different levels that, yeah, one, I'm glad that um, God provided a safe place for those kids uh, to come to their home. Uh, Now they can look back on it as adults and say it was a safe place. But it's just the thing that amazes us how good God is. Mm. God used us even though we were struggling. And so uh, to me, uh, that's my story and it's God's story of like, what's the nicest thing anybody could say that that, that a kid can feel safe at your house despite not everything going the well. So that's that's a, that's a God story right there. Wow. And I, the thing is, I'm sure you felt this way, Steve, uh, humbled probably sure. and honored by that and humbled. And I just say it because it's how I processed what I'm going to call, I guess, my greatest compliment I've ever received. Like humbled is the first emotion that came to mind. It was the day before I married my wife, Trinity, and my brother put together something really special with uh, my groomsmen. And one of the things we did, it was so cool, I'll never forget it. He put together this like a like a board game. He just made it with a piece of poster board. Right. And you when when you landed on a space on this board game, you had to share a different kind of memory you had with me from the past. Uh-huh. And it was like this fun game we got to play. You know, you're moving these pieces around the board, and each time there's this different memory getting shared. And it's these closest men in my life who have known me the longest of anybody. And they're sharing these memories. Some of them are funny. Some of them are sweet. Some are kind of sad. But like every one of them, I came away with the feeling of just like humbled and honored at the Mm. same time. It was the first time I can uh, really have a distinct memory of feeling, wow, honored by somebody else's words. People who you respect, who you look up to then turning around and saying something that they value and appreciate about you. 
And one of them that stuck with me the most was a story that a close friend of mine shared about a time where I was really young and I said something really difficult to him that was maybe needed for the situation, but not at all comfortable at the time. And here I came to find out so many years later that that made an impact on him, even though he was older than me and it was something that has stuck with him. That didn't make me feel prideful or proud. It was, wow, I'm humbled and I'm honored at the same time. And I think that's just what's amazing about what compliments do for you when you know the Lord. They don't puff you up and make your head big. They make you say, wow, God, you are so good to use even me to do something like this in somebody Mm -hmm. else's life. Yeah, this is exactly what happened to me. And, you know, every once in a while we'll get an email or a text or a phone call. Somebody will say, oh, something you said was like exactly what I needed in that moment. And mine started out with a shout out, which we don't do a lot of that at Family Life, you know. Uh, But I had this friend who was like, I want you to give me a shout out on the radio. And I was like, oh, man, we don't really do that. But there was just something about it. And I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. And her name is Naomi. And so one day when I was on the radio, I just said, hey, Bushes love going out to Naomi, you know, blah, 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 and kept doing what I was doing. But little did I know that there was another Naomi listening. And this Naomi uh, was a full-time mail carrier and she would walk her route and she was really struggling because she felt like God wanted her to go into full-time missions, but she didn't want to leave her family, specifically her grandchildren behind. And that day when she was delivering the mail, she took a package to a house where this little girl answered who was about the age of her granddaughter. And she was like, nope, I can't do it. I can't leave. And then she got back into her mail truck and she heard me say her name Mm. on the Mm. radio at like just the right time. Like only God gets to orchestrate this stuff. And it was when she realized that God was saying, yeah, you know what? Going is hard. Going is a sacrifice, but I'm calling you to go. And she ended up going on that trip and has gone on several trips afterwards. And it just, to me, it's like, how does God take something so mundane, something that I was actually thinking of not doing, something Mm. that didn't require any talent or any, you know, real act of anything on my part and just uses it for something so profound. And so I'm right there with you, Tim, that it's like, how does God take our mess? How does he take our imperfections? How does he take our resistance sometimes and use it? Well, he just does because he's God. It's one of the infinite number of things that he orchestrates on a daily basis. And so if you've ever had a moment where you're like, wow, Family Life played that song that I had to hear right then, or they said something that changed my life, we are humbled by that and we're thankful for that. But we don't have anything to do with that. Right. <laughs> that's like right. 100% God. And maybe that's the best compliment of all. So if you can be encouraged today, you know, to just do what God asks you to do. When you hear that quiet voice sometimes because the world is so loud, just do it because the best compliment you ever receive might just be, wow, thank you for mm-hmm. following God's leading. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that, there's one other compliment that's coming For everyone who knows Christ as their Savior, it's something you hear if you listen to Family Life and you hear the song, Well Done. It's those words from the Savior himself when we are in his presence after this earthly life has run its course. He says that to us, well done, 
my good and faithful servant. I can't imagine what that's going to feel like. Humbled for sure. It's like, Lord, don't thank me. I. But he's going to choose to do that. The word says that's that compliment's coming someday for every one of us who's trusted him. Well done, good and faithful servant. And that's the greatest compliment because some of the compliments we've talked about, we've heard about from other people. You may be doing that good thing right. and maybe not get that compliment here on earth. But as you said, as a, as a believer in Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. we will one day hear that greatest compliment. Thanks for making us part of your morning routine. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. I wonder if it's because we tend to communicate with our thumbs now. Mm. We do mm. less writing, you know, although yeah. I don't know if that's like some people have always <laughs> had not great handwriting. Some people. Uh, some people. Steve, maybe. Right. Some people, most people actually are like Steve. More than half of us have had a time where we look down and we go, what did I write? <laughs> yeah. No idea. And this has happened to me more and more. I get to the store and I'm like, I have no idea what we need, but I hope it's this. Uh, and it's happening more and more at work where it's like you'll write a little post-it for somebody and leave it. And they're like, uh, oh, no. not sure what to. In fact, I have this. I got this from our boss. I'm going to just. What's wait, he, does this say, say... you're. You're fired? Probably not. No. Oh, Probably phew. Not. We work in ministry. It says you're forgiven. Oh, <laughs> Silly yeah. me. We hope the rest of your day is just as much fun as this. You're listening to Rise Up on Family Life. It's funny to me. We think of being wrong as right. like such a bad thing. Oh, it's so bad to be oh, wrong. Oh, man, I was wrong. No, but aren't there, I mean, if you're like me, aren't there some times where I've never just been more glad to be wrong? It is especially true if you are, again, like me, a worrier. If you're like me and you think anxiety in all these things in life, you're anxious about stuff, you're worried what it's going to go like. It's such a good feeling when you find out you're wrong. Whew, don't have to worry about that. And every time, every single time I find out I wasn't right about something, get this, it just means that I am closer to seeing what God really does have for me. Means, oh, that wasn't reality. This Mm. other thing over here, that is, I'm so, I want to be thankful every single time God shows me that I'm wrong. Feel free to stick around a while. We love it when you're here. This is Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. Can't get it out of my mind now. Pop-Tarts. Love Pop-Tarts. But they were a little hot in the middle, too. It's the lava inside. The lava inside the Pop-Tart. That has to Hmm. be tough, too. I mean, I, I you could if you wanted to make them the wrong way. What do you mean? Put them in the toast? No, you, I mean like yeah. room temperature or better yet, right from the freezer. Wait, what? That is the best. What? Yes. But the whole idea, the popping Pop. of the tart uh. happens in the toaster. You put it in the toaster, it pops, it's nice and golden brown, a little crispy, and oh. then you di- like dunk it in oh. milk. It's oh. very good. No, no, no. Yeah. You dunk it in milk when it's cold and crispy and delicious. Pop is what? just a fun part of the name. No, like, I mean, you take your hot fudge Sunday Pop Tart. That goes, wait, that puppy wait, comes from the freezer. Fudge. What? Hot fudge Sunday, Tim. See, it's hot, implied hot, that hot. it should be hot. <laughs> no, no, I, hot. I, I, I'm going to appeal to the word Sunday here and uh-huh. say that there is an ice cream thing going on. I mean, what I just, about strawberry milkshake? What do you do with that? How many I, flavors do they have now? I know. It's like oh. these flavors that you're mentioning. When I was a kid, we had two yeah. kinds. We That's had right. strawberry and we had frosted <laughs> strawberry. And we That's liked right. it. That's <laughs> right. And we had to walk uphill both ways to get them. Oh, brother. We weren't sure how you liked your coffee, so we didn't make any. Hope that's okay. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. Ah, uh, those candy hearts, the uh, heart-shaped chocolates. Uh, yeah, lots of hearts lately. Hearts are so romantic, aren't they? 
until it's your heart that's been broken and not just broken, but stepped on, smashed, stepped on again, torn into so many pieces. You don't know if you'll ever be able to recover. Yeah, just recover. Certainly never love again. Now, I can't speak accurately of being the recipient of the broken, smashed, obliterated heart. I can't because I was the inflictor. You see, I ripped my wife's heart out by breaking those sacred wedding vows. It was almost 25 years ago. And so what does Audrey do? She eventually, and rightly so, files for divorce. But God. Now, I usually prefer to tell the story with Audrey by my side so she can tell her version, but I'll do my best. One night in a very clear vision, dream, whatever it was, she saw our young son being attacked by a bully in our front yard and the bully wouldn't stop, just kept hitting our son. And in this dream, God asked my wife if she was mad at our son. And she obviously wasn't mad at our son. She was furious with the bully for beating up our son. And then God said, that's how I want you to treat Steve. Don't be mad at him. Be mad at the bully for beating him up. (laughs) Wow. It's quite a drastic reframing of the situation. So my wife did the strangest thing. She started treating me like Jesus would and did and does. She loved me. She forgave me, not just in her heart, but in her actions and words. Totally undeserved grace. Now, it wasn't a quick or easy road that we've traveled, and we continue to travel it today. But here it is nearly a quarter of a century later, and I can speak for myself on this one. Here's how God has changed me. It'd be very romantic and TV movie-like right now of me to say, oh, I'm more in love with Audrey today than I've ever been. But see, saying more in love insinuates there's a sliding scale of love. But true godly love doesn't have a sliding scale. True godly love says what I say to Audrey now. I love you, and you can't do anything about it. See, the other love that we grew up seeing in movies depended on feelings and circumstances. The decision of love is so much deeper and more meaningful than those candy hearts or chocolate. Now, don't get me wrong. Audrey still loves her chocolate, too. Now, I'm I'm sharing this love story, truly a godly love story, to hopefully, prayerfully give maybe someone or some couple who's ready to call it quits, some hope. And the hope is found only, only in Jesus. When two people, no matter what the situation, die to themselves every day, sometimes every minute, God has this amazing power to heal a broken heart and give those great feelings again. Now, the advice Audrey and I always give to other couples, don't give up, don't ever give up. May the blessings of the Lord be with you in all that you do today. This is Rise Up on Family Life.